Okay, so uh, today's episode is a last-minute, recorded, unprepared, uh, spontaneous episode that is being uploaded because, uh, let's just put it this way, Connor and I invested our time in video games this weekend. This is Opinion Central. All right, so while kind of figuring out what I wanted to do for today's shorter, uh, less structured episode, I had to think of what, what has been going on lately that's been interesting, that I think would be a cool topic to talk about. And something that I've been seeing a lot of lately, it's a kind of technology that's been, I would say, rapidly progressing. Um, and that's the folding phone uh, genre, the area of technology. Now, obviously, we had folding phones back in 2009, but those the, we're not talking about those folding phones. We're talking about some some real cool stuff. Um, but anyway, I did an episode about folding phones earlier on in the year, I think. I believe it was probably before episode 10. It was, it was an early episode. And back then, I was talking about the Samsung Galaxy Fold, which was a folding phone where you kind of closed it up like a book and you could open it up. So you would have it shut and just imagine you're holding the book and on the front cover where you'd have a cover, you had a small screen where you could do some basic phone stuff and then you could open up this book to have a larger screen. That's what the Samsung Galaxy Fold was. It, it was priced at close to $2,000 and it was pretty cool. It, it had some troubles. Uh, they, they released their phones to a couple testers, some YouTubers, some reviewer people and it had some issues with the hinge and the screen. So they recalled that. They waited about six, seven months. They, they fixed the problem, and then they re-released it. And I, I have to give a hand to Samsung, because usually most companies, if they have something that big of an issue, they would just toss the idea out of the window. Because obviously they have successful products, and they don't really need to worry about folding phones. But I was happy they went back to the wrong board, fixed the issue, and then re-released it. And now you can get a Samsung Galaxy Fold. Another popper, popular folding phone in a similar format as the Galaxy Fold would be the Huawei Mate X. Now, for this one, this this was like the second, the other way to do a folding phone. So Samsung had it in the form of a book where you would open up and the bigger screen was on the middle. Like inside, it was the pages. While the Huawei Mate X, how it would work, imagine you're holding another book, and then the front cover and the back cover are both screen. And instead of opening it up and looking at the pages and the pages would be the screen, you would just kind of pull that back cover around and you'd have the, sc the big screen. So you wouldn't actually have two screens. So like the Samsung Galaxy Fold, it had the screen on the cover and then the screen on the inside, while the Huawei Mate X was just a screen all the way around. And then it had the back, which was a, a camera and all that stuff. But those two phones, very expensive. And you know, I think the Samsung Galaxy Fold has had some success in a very niche market. But recently, new folding phone ideas and concepts have been released. And these are the ones that interest me. These are the ones that, when I was thinking of a folding phone, I would probably want in terms of a smartphone. 
So obviously the idea of having a Samsung Galaxy 4 or Huawei Mate X is cool because you can have a bigger screen and a smaller form factor. But what I would like and what these new new phones do, they take that screen that you're you're used to, that six inch, I mean, six inch screens are still very large, but it takes that and shrinks that even more. So the two phones I'm, I'm talking about specifically would be the Motor, Motorola Razr. They kind of did a nostalgic retro uh, build of their old Moto Razr and they redid it in a smartphone form factor. And then the Galaxy Z Flip, which was just recently announced by Samsung, and it's another folding phone, but it's a clamshell, like your old flip phones. So these two phones, I like I like these a lot more than the other ones. Also, they're a little bit cheaper. They're both around, I think, the one, the, the Razer is, I think, 1500 and the Galaxy Flip is 1300 So it's still extremely expensive. But, I mean, we're, we're getting down in numbers a little bit, so that's that's good. But... So these two phones, how they do it, they they both do it kind of differently. Uh, Razer, they kind of stretch the screen a little bit. So theirs is a plastic screen. And so when you open it and close it, the screen just gets pretty much stretched. It, it shrinks and, and it, it, it is kind of hard to explain. But the Razer has a bottom chin where the screen will kind of go into when you open it up and close. So it, it's neat. And then the the Galaxy is it's more of a glass screen. It's not technically glass, but Samsung's calling it a thin layer glass screen, whatever. And that one is actual. It's bending the the glass, which is kind of cool. And so obviously some some cons with these flip devices, these folding phones, you do have creases in the phones. Samsung's a lot more noticeable because it's actually folding it straight up, while the Razer kind of does it in a more smooth way. But so you you will if you have these phones you have creases in the in the middle of the phones which could be annoying if you're scrolling or whatever. But other than other than like the folding aspect that these phones have, they're pretty regular phones. Now Moto does something that I think is really nice that the Galaxy doesn't do too well, and it makes it so when you have your your folding phone shut in the clamshell, there's a screen on that, a smaller screen where you can see some notifications, you can dismiss some stuff, you can do some very basic stuff, but you're able to see your messages if you have any new Snapchats, texts, emails, whatever it may be. And you're also able to use the main camera. So usually when you have like your regular phone, your iPhone, Samsung, whatever it is, you take your photos, obviously the nicer cameras on the back of the phone, and then you have your front-facing selfie camera, which obviously won't be as nice. But with these folding phones, when you have them shut, the nicer camera is faced, facing towards you. So you're able to actually trigger the phone when it's shut and take selfies with the nicer camera, which is kind of neat. And the Razer, it has a, a big screen on that folding folding uh, shut device. So you can see it's, it's a functional phone. So you can take nice selfies with the nicer camera, which is really cool. And Samsung can do this too, but instead of having a nicer, bigger screen when it's fold shut, it just has like, a, I think it's a one inch, one inch by one inch kind of slab of a screen, which is, it, it, it's very minimal use. So you can see the time and the date. And when you do trigger that nicer camera that once is closed, it's facing towards you, you just get a very hard to see view of yourself. It, it's it's not a, a great, it's hard to see what you're taking a photo of if, if you have it shut. But the phones are cool. I, I, I'm going to say that. They're, they're really cool. I... Don't know if they're to the point where I would buy one yet. 
Now, obviously, there's a lot more they can do with these phones. Um, trying to waterproof something like this would be very difficult, I believe, but eventually that would be very cool. But I think the main focus that these companies developing floating phones should work on probably would be getting rid of that crease that you see when you use the phone. And and yeah, just developing better technology where you can fold the glass very easily, not have to worry about it breaking or whatever. But once we can get to the point where these folding devices no longer have creases, are smooth as can be, and then maybe d- develop some better features you could add onto this. I don't really know exactly what you could add to a folding phone over a regular smartphone. Obviously, I do think the ability to use the the back camera, the nicer camera for a selfie camera when it's folded shut is really cool. And I don't know if they could do some other cool stuff like that, but uh, but they're they're getting there. And it's crazy because the Galaxy Fold, the original Samsung folding phone, had so many problems. And just within a couple months the Galaxy Z Flip is miles ahead. I'd say it's miles ahead of the Galaxy Fold. I think their mechanism they have for the folding the folding device, it's better. I think the crease is a little bit better. It's still noticeable, but it is better. Um, but I personally think the Galaxy Z Flip is probably the best folding phone out there right now, which it is kind of weird to start talking about folding phones again because I think at the moment, most people still associate folding phones with you know, your your everyday business flip phone that people would use or, or your your burner phone, whatever it may be. You, you don't really think of a flip phone, a folding phone as, oh, this is a high-tech smartphone that I can go on Facebook and watch YouTube and all that stuff. So it, it's going to be cool to, to see, I think in two years, three years, what these companies are going to be able to accomplish. And it's going to be very cool to see the progression and features they might add to these devices. I, I think it's a really cool new product that is starting to hit, hit the real world, starting to be accessible by your average consumer. And it's going to be cool to see what companies hop in on this. Samsung was very, very uh, first to jump on that that wagon, whatever you want to call it. But Samsung definitely, they, they've always been the ones to do some of the radical stuff. They, they did the curved screen, I remember, originally on the Galaxy Note 4. So they all, they've always been around to do some crazy stuff. But it's going to be interesting to see if whether Google will try this out or LG. or I mean, the big, the big question is whether Apple will do something like this or not. Because I think a folding Apple device would be really cool. Because you know Apple strives for that kind of perfectionist smooth sleek device kind of deal so i'm sure an apple folding device would be really cool but it, it's it's going to be cool and I, it's nice to have something fresh i guess in the phone market because we've for the past four or five years all the phones have felt fairly similar you, you haven't had much change other than the addition of a notch or the removal of the headphone jack and better battery life and obviously some helpful stuff but nothing drastic like being able to fold your screen. So I'm enjoying watching this unfold. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's some cool stuff. And I just kind of wanted to talk about it again. I wanted to, I know I talked about it before, like I said, but I wanted to talk about it again because a lot has happened since I last, last brought it up. And then just kind of an off, off note, side note, side of the sideline, wherever you want to go, kind of addition. I'm just going to quickly talk about this very quick. I uh, recently bought 
some some things called sleep phones. It's not a phone. They're they're a pair of like headphones. And what it is, it's pretty much a headband. It's a headband, a nice soft headband. I'm wearing it right now. It's a nice soft headband with speakers on each side of of your ear. And it's supposed to be nice for like long sleep sessions on each side and all that kind of stuff. And it has a wire in it. It has it, I, I can plug it into my phone, which is kind of nice. Um, it's an interesting product. I'll say that. It can definitely hurt hurt my ear after a long a long time laying on it. It, it makes it sore. But I feel like I mean, I talked about the sunglasses with music playing out of them, so I might as well talk about a headband that also plays music. Um, I just wanted to bring that out, throw that into the conversation, mention it. Um, but it's an interesting, interesting thing. I don't know if I'd recommend buying a sleep headband because, yeah, I don't know if it really does the job of it's supposed to make it easy to sleep with on. I don't know if it does that does that too well, but it's it's interesting to say the least. So there you go. Now you know about my music playing headband too. Next we'll be uh talking about my my music playing uh device. I don't know. Who knows what I'll get next. Um anyway, thanks for tuning into this very rushed and and last minute episode. I I hope you enjoyed what I did talk about at least and get, give the folding phones a look up because uh, me talking about's one thing, but if you look them up and kind of see how they work and what's going on, it, it's it's some really cool stuff. Um, I'm actually going to, I'll link a video. I'll put a video in the footnotes about the two, the, the Moto Razor and the Galaxy Z Flip. I'll, I'll put a comparison video by a YouTuber I watch in the, in the footnotes if you want to watch that. But anyway, thanks for uh, tuning in to this short episode of Opinion Central and I'll see you soon. I'll see you around. Uh, enjoy, enjoy your week. If you're listening to this, whenever you listen to to it, just enjoy your next week, your next days, and uh, thank you. Bye bye.